Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit The Kimmer Show podcast is proudly brought to you by Showcase Photo and Video. This is your former president, Jimmy Carter, and you're listening to a replay of The Kimmer Show which is like reliving my four years in the White House all over again. Talk about a disaster. <laughs> Tune into the Kimmer, weekdays, noon to three, on News Radio 106.7. I don't want to say Kimmer has gained weight. Well, not but that, you when know. he stepped on the scale at the doctor's <laughs> office, the nurse said, hey, that's my phone number, The Kimmer Show, on News Radio 106.7. Very, very funny. By the way, Pete's back, so I'm playing this song deliberately and because of something on the almanac that he would never want me to play ever, ever. But Pete's back, and we'll ask about your uh, stupid <laughs> gallbladder. Uh, it's only me. It's only the Kimmer. I'll explain everything in just a moment. 12.05. How's it going? Another hot and steamy one? Hey, it's July in Georgia, man. <laughs> 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. It's only the Kimmer. Also, I'm going to do something unusual. We had a late live edition newsmaker line yesterday afternoon at 2.40. And uh, the newsmaker line, Jim Gossett, yesterday hit on all cylinders every single time. I mean, we were just hysterical laughing in the booth. And if, if you are not a late day in the show listener... Whatever that means. Uh, I'm going to play it for you. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so, in case you missed it. Now, about this song. It was on this day in 1970. Ebony Eye. A summer replacement show starring the Everly Brothers began airing on ABC. It ran till mid-September. The plane was way overdue. Don and Phil Everly. The Everbest and Everlove and Everly Brothers. That's how disc jockeys have to say it. Hey, it's uh, Don and Phil, the ever-loving, ever-bastard Everly Brothers with Stacks of Wax playing a sound of the round time on for Tom Cloud. Uh, sorry, that kind of hurts my voice. This song is one of the saddest songs ever recorded. The guy in the army wants to get a, a three-day pass so he can get married, so he's flying his girlfriend into the base. And all of a sudden, the plane hasn't landed on time. So he goes to the chapel across the street and says... <laughs> I mean, this is horrible. And then came the announcement, announcement over the loudspeaker. But all those, with those having relatives, relatives and friends from Light 103, 1203, 1203 sorry, please report to, to the chapel across the street, street at once. The plane crashed, bringing his girlfriend to go get married, the guy at the army base. I mean, oh my God. It's like tell Laura I love her and going back to get the class ring and gets hit by a train. Oh, my God. I mean, honestly, John Boy, you have no idea what baby boomers went through listening to songs like this. And one day I'm going to do a whole slew of songs to explain why your parents and grandparents are half nuts. Uh, anyway, Everly Brothers said, all right, a couple of quick birthdays. Jeffrey Tambor, one of the funniest men in broadcasting in all time, Jeffrey Tambor. From Arrested Development and The Larry Sanders Show is 71 today. Actress Angelica, I've, all, I've, I've just started the show. 
Angelica Houston with stupid sweetness, Bell. Angelica Houston is 64. All right. God, all right, I'll do a sweetness, Bell. And hold on a minute. I'll do it. And by the way, when you filled in that Tuesday when I was on vacation, I, I understand Hangman hit you with a sweetness, Bell. And you said, oh, you rat, you dirty rat. Now I understand why Kimmer gets so mad because you got stuff to do. And all of a sudden, ding, ding, ding. You got to be nice about something. I'll give you a sweetness, Bell. This is a true story. American men between the ages of 50 and 79, 50 to 79 years old, will on average have sex two or three times a week. Whereas Japanese men in the same age group will only have sex once or twice a year. This was very upsetting news to most of my friends as they had no idea they were Japanese. <laughs> and it, hey, hi <laughs> And we're off early for ball, yeah, ball game at, at 1.50 today. One, uh, 2 o'clock game, we'll, we'll be off at 1.50 this afternoon, one forty nine thereabouts. But anyway, so just to let you know about that. And we will talk about uh, the coward Amy Schumer. Amy Schumer is one of the funniest. I like Amy. I mean, I think she's funny. She's hysterical. But she does a lot of, of, of you know Mexican humor and Jewish humor and things like that. It's funny. And all of a sudden now she's had to apologize because the Washington Post is all over. The Washington Post is saying she's like Hitler. I mean, it's, unbe- it's just unbelievable. So she apologized. Amy Schumer is a screaming liberal. Why would you apologize for anything as a comedian? I mean, she, you know, and she's got screw you money, too. You know, she, when you get enough money where you say, hey, you know what, screw you. And, and she's got screw you money. And she should just be flipping the bird to everybody and saying, My, if you don't want to, don't, don't watch. Oh, I can't believe it. What a coward. Anyway, all right, let me do a quick newsbreaker line from late yesterday in case you missed it here on News Radio 1067. You ready, John Boy? Good afternoon. It's Charlton Heston. How can you laugh at a time like this? I'm worried about Pete Davis as opposed to you inconsiderate bastards. You know, I forgot to mention he's sick. He's not at work, so to hell with him. The man might be dying. I think he's going to be I'm worried about Pete. You're worried, sir, are you? Apparently he's been ejected with so many drugs he's asking for Bill Cosby. <laughs> worried about him. Worried, all right. <laughs> Good news for Pete Davis. Oh, what's that, sir? He was just moved from the cumulus-approved broom closet at Grady Hospital <laughs> to a deluxe private room with his own personal staff of nurses, Mr. Hedges. No kidding. How'd he pull that yeah, off? Pete lied and told him he was with the Steve McCoy morning show. <laughs> <laughs> that did it, by God, you know. First class right no, there. I don't work with Brad. I don't even know the guy. <laughs> I tell you, I give Subway a lot of credit for their campaign against childhood obesity, Mr. Hedges. A lot of credit, sir. I mean, look at all the weight the kids have been able to lose just from running away from Jared. Shut <laughs> <laughs> up. Ten, you know. As a result of this scandal, uh, yes. they're asking Subway's asking their customers to be respectful of the situation. Respectful, Mr. What, yes, sir. So from now on, when you customize your Italian sub, just say "Leave off the Genoa" as opposed to "Hold the salami." Might misunderstand entirely. <laughs> Oh, the salami. <laughs> great visitor from the east. <laughs> great visitor from the east. Charnack. Charnack, the magnificent. The magnificent, sir. The answer is pig out. Pig out. What's Lena Dunham's away message? <laughs> <laughs> Back later. <laughs> the answer is Betty White. Betty White. 
How did Herman Cain predict the GOP nominee for president? I <laughs> <laughs> don't know who he be, but I'm going to The answer is Coyote Ugly. Coyote Ugly. How would you introduce Mrs. George Clooney to Wiley Coyote? I hold in my hand, yes. ladies and gentlemen, yes. the final envelope. Fine. Of the yes. Thank you so much. We're so glad. May your only son go to Subway and ask for the Denny Hastert. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is a Pro V1X and Amanda Duffner. Pro V1X and Amanda Duffner. Name the two most popular... Thank you. There you go. That was Charnak the Magnificent from late yesterday, in case you missed it. Uh, we have a little fun here, and that's the name of the game right now. 1212 on News Radio 106.7. I don't use deodorant. I just don't. I don't have any odor there. I think the Irish were bred to not have a scent so that the British hounds couldn't find us. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, me. The Kimmer Now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. Uh, look out now, look out. This is your formerly alive announcer, mm. Don Pardo. Hello, Don. And this portion of the Kim Peterson Show is brought to you by yes. Quiznos. Quiznos. Hey, we don't even like kids. <laughs> and now here's your host, Kim Peterson. <laughs> Thank you. Look out. It's only me, 1220. More news megalines coming up. Sponsored by the Siding Doctor. Doctor. And our birthdays include country singer Toby Keith, right here, 54 years old today. Toby with a huge number one hit song. Let's see, other birthdays include Billy Crudup from Almost Famous is 47. Uh, actor Jaden Smith, uh, Pursuit of Happiness is 17. And Toby Keith, 54, right here. Uh, Kevin Bacon's 57 today, too. All right, it's 1220 here on News Radio 1067-844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. By the way, just in, uh, South Carolina is now banning the sale of Tylenol in those little plastic bottles because when you open the top, they fear that picking the cotton from the bottle will uh, represent racism and slavery. So they've had to... Take, uh, they're no longer selling Tylenol in South Carolina as of today. All right, 844-404-1067. News bank line coming right up. Um, oh, also, they, uh, an interstate murderer has been captured. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jamal Milton has been on the run from Nebraska. He and his uh, brother, um, uh, what's his brother's name? I got his number. Hold on a second. His brother, Jamar, and another guy, uh, Shontavious Primes Willis, the three of them uh, escaped from Nebraska, and, the, and this uh, Gerald Milton, uh, Jarrell Milton, got caught in Minneapolis on a charge. They were doing a drug deal, and they decided instead of uh, selling the guy marijuana, they would just kill him. So they murdered him and took off. The three boys have gang ties, and the police say it's really incomprehensible. Oh, did I forget to mention? Uh, Jarrell Milton is 12. 12. Trigger man, 12 years old. And his uh, 17-year-old brother, Jamar, and 15-year-old, Shontavious Primes Willis, all charged with first-degree murder as adults. The cops can't believe it. What you talking about, Will? That's it. 12 years old. 12. Gee, I wonder if Mommy and Daddy read to him when he was 2 or 3 or 4 years old. I wonder if they ever went to his school. I wonder if they know where his school is. I wonder if they ever met a teacher. I wonder if they ever took him to the library to talk about the wonders of knowledge. Ever go to a free planetarium tour to go see the wonders of the universe and ask the mysterious questions about life and infinity and God and creation and so forth. 
I'm an educated man. I mean, this is just appalling. Do they teach him to hold the chair out for when his mother comes to the dinner table? Did they teach him to hold the door open for her when she goes to the car? Did they teach him to say please and thank you? Did they teach him to be, uh, talk when he calls somebody's house? Uh, hello, this is uh, Jarrell. May I please speak to uh, Quantavius instead of, hey, Quantavius here? I mean, come on, man. Oh, obviously, it's uh, some white man or gun, uh, some cop-hating, gun-toting white man that's uh, responsible for this. Twelve! Twelve-year-old murderer. Oh, it's a newsbreaker line. Let's see who's on the old newsbreaker line there. Good afternoon. Hey, Kimmer, this is Mark Lemke calling. Hall of Famer. Hey, Lemmer, how's it going? Well, I really, sorry we're interrupting an hour of your show today for the Braves and all, you know. <laughs> well, it's all well, management prefers it when we can wipe out the entire three hours of the Kimmer show, you know. <laughs> they want more noon like, games. Though. You know, kind of like they do on the stream with the Michael Graham star sweep. That's... <laughs> All one endorsement all the time. after another. With, <laughs> well, you know, gee, I wonder if the Kimmer's on. But they've not, they're not sure who I am, so that's all <laughs> hey, right. Folks, it's my how would you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, today's Braves game presents a real challenge for Amanda Davis, Kimmer. Well, what's that, sir? I, I... Well, Amanda, she loves the Braves, but how can she possibly pull against the Brewers? That's <laughs> <laughs> it. in Milwaukee. The Brewers is a Brewer. I'm Mark Lemke. <laughs> See, her driving made Milwaukee famous is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> you know, is John Boy there? John Boy is right here. Yes, sir. Hey, John Boy, you know, you'd really love it up here in Milwaukee. I mean, think about it. The best-looking women are Laverne and Shirley. You'd probably be in dog heaven up here. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> She'll leave on She'll leave Whatever. I, I'm sorry I missed that, Mr. Helper. I'm Mark Lemke. <laughs> Hey, it's good to see Pete's back, you know, yeah, and fully Pete's recovered. Recovered. Uh, well, not really fully recovered. The Cumulus Health Plan Administrator paid the guy $100 to touch up the x-rays. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to see here. <laughs> hey, just airbrush that tumor. Keep it there. Keep it there. <laughs> Poor Pete, when he told him he was on the Cumulus Health Plan, the nurse broke the aspirin in half. <laughs> You know, they don't allow much in anesthesia, you know, Not on the anesthesia. cumulus health. Yeah, they really? gave Pete a shot of whiskey and a dirty rag to bite down on, you know, <laughs> they, <laughs> that they found in the landmark diner kitchen. I mean, it was, oh, man. <laughs> then Pete told him he knew Steve McCoy, and they hooked him up to a Dom Perignon IV. So, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> don't you love happy endings? I'm lever. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Uh, one more thing, yes, you know, uh, Jared from Subway, he's been dropped for the time being, yeah. I understand. Yeah, they dropped him, yeah. But he was uh, just approached by the people over there at Oscar Meyer. Oscar Meyer, really? Yeah, apparently his baloney has a first name. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Oscar Meyer Wieners. I... <laughs> Thank you so much. All of Bye, favor. Kimmer. The le- <laughs> Bye, Mark. <laughs> Come on at 1.30 an hour or something. Yeah, we start now. <laughs> Let's go to the ballpark. Thank you, Mark Lemke. The Hall of Favor right there. I look out. 1225. By the way, uh, seriously, uh, you had a Pete is back. You had a gallbladder problem. What does it feel like? I, when I had my heart attack, I never thought it was a heart attack because I felt t- terrible. But I had no idea it was a heart attack because I never felt anything in my heart. What do you feel like when you have a gallbladder problem? Could you, did you know what it was? And uh, pretty we, much because I've had problem with it before. My gallbladder is divorcing me after fifty. Uh, but but what's what are the symptoms of somebody's feel? What did you feel that indi- that turned out to be a gallbladder? Well, what like, did you think it was? It was like a, I, I thought it was a gallbladder, but then when it spread from the stomach, where you usually have the kidney stones, it's around your kidney. The pressure you that's feel, right. You the, had kidney the squeezing. Stones. Yeah. Well, it's squeezing moves all across your stomach, and then it moves up into your chest, and it's like an elephant sitting on your entire body.
Really? So when you tell them, yeah, I'm having chest squeezing too, well, they immediately start thinking, well, you might have a heart attack, so they're looking for that too. Did they give you the blood test? Yeah. Twice, yeah, because really, they didn't believe it the first time, and they did it again. They go, yeah, you're fine. You know, you just have a gallbladder. So, so it moved. It, it was it was pressure as though you know, something heavy sitting on your chest, and yeah. did it move side to side? Or no, was... it just sits there. It's like it is now. It starts. It's like someone's reaching in there and grabbing your lungs and slowly squeezing them. Really, harder and harder and harder. Wow. And the gallbladder, once it's gone, it's... they got to take it out of there. Yeah. Now, what does that mean for your future? You can't eat fatty foods? or It takes about a week or two for your body to adjust. Because all it does is it holds your bile. The liver yeah. makes it. Yeah. So it just holds whatever leftovers you have that you're not using. And that's the problem is it can't hold anything because it's, it's got stones. Stocked up or something. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my. So I'm full of it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm full of yeah, I've never heard that before. <laughs> uh, 1227 on News Radio 106.7. <laughs> Well, hello again, everybody. This is Keith Jackson. <laughs> Keith Jackson. And this portion of the Kim Peterson Show is yes. brought to you by Jared from Subway. Oh, Jared. Just named assistant coach for the Penn State Nittany Lions. <laughs> We're sure to get an even more. Trevor! LaVoy! <laughs> and now here's your host, Kim Peterson. He's a better Keith Jackson than Keith Jackson's a Keith Jackson. I swear, I just love it. 12:35 and it's only me. It's only the Kimmer on News Radio 1067. Your calls coming up 844-404-1067. It is Marianne Faithful in 1969 was found in a coma on this day after an overdose of barbiturates. Authorities in Australia ruled it a suicide attempt. Marianne Faithful was in Australia with Mick Jagger filming Ned Kelly the movie. And as I, I didn't, uh, uh, Mick Jagger wrote this song for her. Didn't he? Did, he uh, they all, who, well, other they, people. They did it, and then I think he let her do it too. Well, maybe this, he gave it to her, but in some way he gave her this song. I think he wrote Wild Horses for her. Oh, that's right. But but he did give her this song, and she made a huge hit out of it. Uh, Marianne Faithful, and uh, that didn't work out too good for her. Uh, a couple of birthdays, actress. Well, you know. <laughs> Don't like it is, baby. Actress Kim Darby, uh, who was the, the original True Grit girl, the Fred John Wayne True Grit movie girl. Kim Darby is 68 today. Kevin Bacon, 57. I may have mentioned that. Um, actress Vivian Lee died of tuberculosis at the age of 53 on this day in 1967. And on this day in 1776, Colonel John Nixon gave the first public reading of the Declaration of Independence outside the State House, which is now Independence Hall in Philadelphia. Can you imagine being there for the first reading of the Declaration of Independence? Well, have you ever seen the original? I've never been to the museum to see it. Have you seen it? Is it, is it? Does it take your breath away, or is it something that hits you? Absolutely, but it's kind of faded, of course, over time, but yeah. it's, it's still powerful. Yeah. All right, it's only me, 1237 on News Radio 106.7. It's one of the camera. I got Brett coming up. Uh, first, uh, we had a question. Uh, we were mentioning Pete's gallbladder. He's going to have to have it come out. It's it, it's messed up. It's full, and it's stones, and it's got to come out. Uh, but the symptoms, um, when you first had the gallbladder problem, did you you, you just felt a stomach ache or a pressure of some kind? But, I mean, yeah, you, a little nausea, a little stomach ache, something like that. Start You start to sweat. You know, you yeah. think it's a kidney stone attack again, basically. Yeah. And uh, John Boy, and I mentioned about my heart attack, uh, it was on a Marine Corps birthday in 2013. On a Marine Corps birthday was a Sunday, 2013. Yeah, and I, how did it feel? I, did, I, I never I never felt 
Okay, we're not going to do a medical show, but I do think this is important to point out. If you have something going, feel like pressure in your whole stomach and chest area, like something's grabbing your lungs and everything else, it might be a gallbladder problem, so get yourself to the doctor. When I had my heart attack, I had no idea. I'd ridden my horse, Jack the Good Boy. I'd sent my daughter off, uh, gave her my car because she came into town and I got my RBML for a car. So I gave her that, sent her away, and I and I started driving home, and bam! I, when I, I felt this tremendous... Um, well, first of all, I started sweating, and I got this cold, clammy feeling in my head, and I felt like I had the stomach flu. I, my stomach was really bothering me, and I felt awful, and I felt just, I felt really sick. But I felt um, uh, nausea and pain in my upper, almost in, in my throat. Never felt anything in my heart. Never felt a thing in what I fit where my heart is in my chest. Never felt anything there. It was way up in my, almost near my Adam's apple. And, but I was sick as a dog, and I, but it was a Marine Corps birthday Sunday. Monday was Veterans Day, so I didn't I didn't know what it was. I didn't know think it was a heart attack, and I didn't want to miss Veterans Day. As I'm a Marine, I wanted to broadcast, so I came in on Veterans Day. But I felt so bad. Remember, I used to, I was laying down in the office half the time, getting ready for the show on my back, flat on my back in the office. And during breaks in the studio, I was laying down on the floor because I was in such agony. Pete and Jennifer, our news director at the time, was and everybody was telling me go to go to the hospital, go to the doctor. I said, Nah, it's just the flu. I can feel it. it's the stomach flu. Went to the doctor. They gave me the blood test, and boom, she said you just had a serious heart attack. You idiot. Two, if I had not waited two days, my heart would have been perfectly fine. But because I waited so long, if you wait more than four or five hours, whatever it is, to go to the doctor, your heart's going to be damaged, and mine has serious damage in it. But anyway, so if you if you don't if you have something horrible and, and felt like I had the flu. Uh, stomach flu, my stomach felt terrible, and I had that cold, clammy, cold sweat and headache, and I felt that I was afraid I was going to pass out. That's why I pulled over in my car and got out of my car in case I collapsed. I wanted people to see me on the road. And then and I felt a little better and drove home, and then it wasn't until the next day and even two days later, <laughs> two days later that I went to anyway. So don't delay. If you feel that, don't delay. All right, two, uh, 1239, man, I'm, I'm rambling. Here's Brett, the truck driver, News Radio 1067. Hello, Brett. What's up, Cameron? How you doing, man? Oh, pretty good. Hey, yesterday you mentioned about how parents don't interact with their kids anymore. Yeah. They don't know what their favorite foods are. Don't know their, their friends, don't know their phone numbers, they've never been to their school, don't yeah. know what their classroom is, never know if they have homework, don't know what classes they're taking. Is that kind of like uh, teaching a young boy how to shake hands? Oh, hey, hi oh, <laughs> Thank you, Brett. He waited a long time to get that on, didn't he? And uh, shame on Amy Schumer. I, Amy Schumer, I mean, I don't know whether you like her or not as a comedian, but she's she's hugely successful. I mean, she's just enormously successful these days. And she's been called out by the Washington Post as uh, basically as a Nazi. Uh, a Washington Post article said, uh, while black families are burying their dead, churches are burning, black women church pastors are receiving death threats, and the KKK is planning rallies in South Carolina, Schumer is playing with race. While Latinos are being deported in record numbers, 80% of Central American girls and women crossing the border are raped. Children are languishing in camps in the Southwest. Amy Schumer has got jokes that only white America is laughing. The Washington Post blasting Amy Schumer because she says things like this. So many great movies this year. Gone Girl. How good was Gone Girl? Such a good movie. If you didn't see it, it's the story of what one crazed white woman or all Latinas do if you cheat on them. Or all Latinas do. Or... I mean, nothing works 100% of the time, right? Except Mexicans. I've noticed... That's the one. Boo, right? Boo, Mexicans. I hear you. You guys are preaching to the choir. <laughs> Amy Schumer. She's a comedian.
I mean, she's a comedian, and now they're blasting her, and now she's apologized. Uh, she says, I used to do a lot of short, dumb jokes like this, played a dumb white girl on stage. I still do sometimes, but once I realize eyes and ears on me, I stop telling jokes like that on stage. I'm evolving as an artist. I'm taking responsibility. Hope I haven't hurt anybody. I apologize if I did. Oh, just stop it. She's a comedian. It's like they used to complain about Bill Maher being politically incorrect, incorrect when he had a show called Politically Incorrect. <laughs> How the hell can you complain about a guy being politically incorrect when that's the name of the show? I mean, God, my God, what's the matter with us? Apologizing. Tell them to go screw themselves. She's got the money. I mean, this is just appalling. Twelve forty-two. <laughs> if I if I'm meeting a child, a young <laughs> no, boy, that's... or a girl for that matter, <laughs> but a, particularly a young boy, <laughs> Not... I tell the kid first of all, give it a good firm grip. Did handshaking? Hand was teaching handshaking. Good firm grip. <laughs> I get a little anal about this. <laughs> I love to teach young kids. Young boys. Erase that forever. I'm begging you. The Kimmer now and news, weather, and traffic on your ride home on News Radio one zero six seven. This is Morgan Freeman, Morgan. and this portion of the Kim Peterson Show yes, is brought to you by Subway, Subway, the official sandwich of To Catch a Predator. And now, <laughs> here's your host, Kim Peterson. Is Susie there? <laughs> Twelve fifty-one. It's only the giver. Baby, I got plans tonight. You don't ah, I used to love this song, and this little gal, Kelly Pickler. God bless her. She's as dumb as a post, but. She's got some talent. I mean, I'm sorry. You heard her on Smarter Than a Fifth Grader. Right? We played those sound bites. Uh, Czechoslovakia, is that a dinner dish? Yeah, that's it, Kelly. Kelly Pickler is going to be knocking on your door on live TV. Kelly Pickler and Adrian Ballon have been selected by Ryan Seacrest. For, and Red High Heels got my attention, too. For a new TV show called Knock Knock Live. They show up at locations around America for a surprise to the person who answers. They might pay off your mortgage, uh, have a marriage proposal, or a chance to meet a celebrity. And it's a, it's like the old, uh, what was it, not you, but what was the old, uh, no, no, uh, oh, God, it was a show where they'd show up at celebrities' doorsteps and say, this Oh, this is your life? This is your life with Army Archer? Not Army Archer, whoever the old guy was. I don't remember. Anyway, they're bringing back the old shows. All right, look out. It's only Mary. Hold on, Helen. Helen's got a question for Pete. 1252 on News Radio 106.7. It's the Newsbreaker Line. Let's see who's on the old Newsbreaker Line. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Kimmer. <laughs> Bring it here. Yeah, you're so close. Bring though. it. To, this is John no, you didn't Kerry, get it again, sir. Bring, uh, State calling. Uh, it's very disappointing, State. Kimmer, if well, you've been following. I mean, yes, looks sir. like they don't want to deal after all. They're walking away from the table. Oh, the negotiations my. were all in bad faith, Kimmer. Really? But what, the nuclear arms? about or? your contract Oh, renewal. I thought, I thought, <laughs> <laughs> How about those Iranians? I do have hope for them as opposed <laughs> oh. to the Kimmer hanging around. <laughs> yeah, uh, see, it just ain't working out. I don't know. <laughs> No, I'm optimistic. I figure the last thing the Iranians are going to do is throw in the towel without backup headgear handy. Oh, there you go. <laughs> That's going to help. It'll help quite a bit for me. <laughs> I've warned the Iranians that yes. if they try to change the deal at the last minute that yeah. we made in good faith, yeah. by God, I'll, I'll roll over and play dead like John Boy's <laughs> girlfriend, like I always do. Beg, <laughs> honey. Yeah, we got a Friday deadline. Frankly, Kemmer, I yeah. do smell a rat. I smell a rat. Not with the Iranians. Therese and I had dinner at the Landmark Diner last night. <laughs> oh, hey, my sandwich is moving. <laughs> Those aren't raisins in that bread, Junior. 
Well, Kimmer, I heard you talk just a few was, minutes ago yeah. about that harrowing day when you had your heart attack. Yeah, harrowing. Who could forget that? It, Management, <laughs> apparently. That's almost, <laughs> well, almost instantly, right? <laughs> they were busy and stuff to do. Visit him in the hospital? Why would we do that? <laughs> or call. Any, we, we, we you were know, busy. The funeral home, maybe, to make sure that we... <laughs> 100% out from under that flimsy deal we never should have signed in the first place. I'd only been at work for a God, week. God, buyer's remorse. They were trying to undermine you from day one. <laughs> Worked for five days and have a heart attack. You know, they're going, oh, As my God. To Steve McCoy, they, he stubbed his toe the other day, and they suspended all station activities for a candlelight prayer visual. <laughs> Suspend activities at his field. Anyway. Yes, sir. One more thing. Yes, sir, Mr. Secretary. Rory McIlroy may not be able to defend this British Open title uh-huh. because of an injured ankle, I ankle, understand. Injury, yeah, ankle. I tell you what, uh, Rory should uh, call uh, Jason Duffner's wife, Amanda. Really? What? What? what oh, I hear she does wonders with a limp. <laughs> she, she's a physical See, therapist. She's a uh, therapist. I mean, look at the way she straightened Tiger Woods out. <laughs> I mean, when Tiger said he was trying to make more five-footers, I didn't know he meant Duffner's wife. (laughs) (laughs) He made a five-footer in Augusta last week. (laughs) Oh, one more thing. I heard about Pete's stay at the doctor. Has he applied for a Purple Heart yet? I probably could get that through. Worked for you, didn't it? (laughs) It's great to be on the show. Thank you so much. Bring it on is the phrase, by the way, Mr. Secretary. (laughs) Not that you'd remember that. All right, look out. 1250, uh, 12.55 already. Mercy. Uh, let's get to Helen, uh, News Radio 106.7. Thank you for holding. Helen, how are you today? Well, I'm very well. Thank you so much. And I've so enjoyed your show before you went on vacation. I thought I was going to die laughing. I didn't know what was funny or threatening the federal authorities when they show up to take your guns or calling Obama a puffhead. It was... Uh, Way, way funny. Thank well, you for keeping nice. the world safe for humor. We're well, losing that battle. Yeah, isn't that? Do you hear about Amy Schumer's had to apologize for her racist rants about Mexicans and Latinos and so forth because of the Washington Post calling her out like she's some kind of Hitler and a member of the KKK? I mean, this is appalling. She's a comedian. Oh, I don't get it. Uh, it's ridiculous, and you can't. You can't legislate or tell. You must think this. You must yeah. laugh at this. Yeah. You got to do this. You got to do that. I'm, it's, it doesn't work. It's, it does not work. Yeah. No one can tell you how to think. You know, you're a product for whatever you are, and we all learn and grow. But you can't tell people that this means that and that means this. Yeah. That's true. Well, listen, I'm glad you called, Helen. Uh, good to talk to you, as always. 12.56. It's only the Kimmer. Uh, coming up with uh, time for... Vi- well, I, I, I less than an hour to go here. We have a ball game a little before 2 o'clock. We'll be switching over to a Braves broadcasting. But we'll talk about a woman from the uh, Washington Post who has a birthmark, a big red splotchy type birthmark on her face, and she's completely turned off by the fact that now a doll maker is making dolls with birth defects on their faces. Little side boob there. Yeah, a little boob shot in the side boob. And she says, I don't want to see that. I see it every day in the freaking mirror. She says, I don't want a doll to be doing it. It's, it she said, she's, she's offended by it. It's like a, one guy said, a carnival worker once said, Hey, your face is dirty. About her birthmark. She says, I don't want to have a doll do that. Does that help anything? Anyway, what? 1227 on News Radio 1067. 
John Williams from Showcase Photo and Video had lunch over at the Atlanta Botanical Gardens, and he says it's beautiful and picture perfect. He urges everyone who's planning to attend to make sure they come by Showcase to get all your photo gear so you can take amazing pictures of those tulips and beautiful garden. Showcase Photo and Video at the corner of La Vista and Cheshire Bridge, Atlanta's finest photo and video equipment dealer. Visit them at showcaseinc.com or call 404-325-7676. That's 404-325-7676. Showcase Photo and Video. Well, this is Ronald Reagan, and you're listening to a replay of The Kim Peterson Show. Kimmer will begin bombing in five minutes. Tune into The Kimmer Monday through Friday, noon to three, on News Radio 1067. Don't be too hard on the Kimmer. Well, He's I... the first in his family to be born without a tail. The Kimmer <laughs> Show on News Radio 1067. Thank you so very much. I'm very grateful to you. 105, and it's only me. It's only the Kimmer. Michael Bublé and his wife, Luisana, are expecting a second child. You're a false star. Uh, he posted a video on social media showing his nearly two-year-old son, Noah, touching his mother's stomach while Bublé asks, who's in there? And Noah says, baby. Uh, Britney Spears' song, Oops, I Did It Again, playing in the background. <laughs> Fairly cute. Anyway, a couple of birthdays. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, actor Milo Ventimiglia from Heroes and Gilmore Girls is 38 today. Actress Sophia Bush. From One Tree Hill is 33. And she I always thought that was uh, the uh, uh, former governor, Jeb Bush's, uh, Florida's daughter. But that's not. His daughter is a model. One of his daughters is a model. But it's not the uh, Sophia Bush who's on One Tree Hill. She's 33 today. It was on this day in 1985. Playboy and Penthouse magazines both went on sale, both with nude pictures of Madonna. <laughs> He's a carrier. Our 106. <laughs> Allegedly. Our 106 on news. I bit my tongue. Our 106 on news. Don't put your head between your own knees, Father. 106 here. I'm your man. We totally lost control. Were you about to call me? And. All right, look out. It's only me. It's only the camera. News Radio 1067. 844 I was coming up in the elevator uh, this morning, and uh, two uh, sales females, uh, two lovely gals, we know them very well, uh, were, were right behind me. And so I got to the elevator, and I, and I said, going up, and I held the door. And uh, one of them said, oh, I'm surprised you didn't slam it in our face or something. And I said, I said, you know, it's amazing the number of times when a woman's been on an elevator and tried to close it before I got on. <laughs> and the other sales girl said, well, that's just because of your reputation. <laughs> I said, wait a minute. Yeah. The reputation is we just laugh for three hours a day. How can it possibly? Anyway, it was just a strange thing. A couple of weird stories in the news. The border city of Nogales, Arizona. Smugglers apparently were using an international sewage line to transport drugs from Mexico into Arizona. The pipe became clogged with their drug bales, and gallons and gallons of waste started pouring out the front and door and the sides of a house near the border. Pouring out the windows, the doors, the front door, the porch, the side. The house is destroyed. It's a complete loss because of all the sewage backing up from the drug smugglers. Luckily, the Pope is not having that problem uh, during his trip to Ecuador. 
The Asian-style rug and a painting of Jesus are two of the highlights in Ecuador on his trip in a new bathroom they built just for him. The South American country built a spacious bathroom for the Pope Francis in the port city of Guadalquivir, uh, which is a part of his uh, South American tour. It includes a huge toilet, a huge shower, and a huge mirror, and they're calling it the unveiling of the Holy Seat. <laughs> See, holy Sea would be one way, and a Holy Seat Open would be... <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 enough of that. By the way, uh, I, do, I can't get over this Amy Schumer business. The Washington Post is shaming her as being, being like Hitler and uh, no better than the KKK while everybody's languishing in Latin America and she's making fun of Latinos. She's a comedian. And, I've, and I'll bet, you know, and I just I showed Pete the, the letter and the coin I got yesterday from Hector, my official Scotch tape delivery guy and a good camera listener, and who obviously is Hispanic. And I'll bet you he doesn't get offended by, you know, some of the best Mexican jokes are funny, but they're not meant to be, you know, causing distress to anybody. Uh, for example, uh, what do you call a Mexican on a riding lawnmower? Promoted. <laughs> hey, hi <laughs> What does a Mexican get for Christmas? My TV. You know, again, these are not, <laughs> these are wrong. Why do Mexicans put their names on their cars so they don't steal them? <laughs> now, see this? <laughs> Just you soulless bastard. <laughs> what did Davy Crockett say when he saw all the Mexicans running toward the Alamo? Who ordered the concrete? <laughs> I'll see this. But anyway, and Amy Schumer, and we, we, we mean no offense, and I, I, I don't know any, I'm t- this just makes me upset. It's just stupid. Absolutely stupid. All right, it's 110. It's only me. 844-404-1067. Have you heard the latest about DeAndre Johnson, the freshman quarterback from LS, uh, LSU, from uh, Florida State FSU, uh, got kicked off the team after he uh, smacked a 21-year-old uh, blonde in a Tallahassee bar, hit her in the head. Now his lawyer is claiming that actually uh, she was asking for it because uh, she started it. And although this may be something you really don't want to hear, her attorney was on TV last night uh, saying uh, that he was really trying to calm her things down. No one should be touching another person against their will. And DeAndre is is completely apologetic about it. Uh, his His football days are over. Uh, he is uh, very uh, disappointed about that. He went through a lot of trouble to try and get to FSU and worked very hard to play football right. there. And, and, his, and, and his, his life is completely uh, derailed as a result of this. And he knows that. And he's got a man up to that. Incidentally, that's Jose Baez, who was also the attorney who defended Casey Anthony and got her off on the trial of murdering her two-year-old daughter back in 2008. Anyway, what happened, the video shows that uh, this guy Johnson, the freshman, 19-year-old, tried to push past the woman who was waiting to get an order in at the bar. So she turned toward him. He claims she made a racial epithet because he was trying to shove by her to get to the bar. Uh, he grabbed her arm. She raised it in a fist. She uh, raised her knee to swing at him with her other arm, and it was kind of like a little girl punch at the best. And that's when he slugged her in the face. Uh, he bruised her left eye, swole up her left cheek, cut her lip, cut near the bridge of her nose, and she still had a black eye a week later when she met with attorneys. They've arrested, <clears throat> excuse me, this guy named Mr. Football from his high school days in Florida. And now 19-year-old DeAndre Johnson is out at the Fuller State University. Florida. What's that? Florida State University. 
<laughs> well, I said I got this bad gallbladder. She's The Kimmer Now and News Weather and Traffic on your ride home on News Radio 1067. Hello, my <laughs> name is Charnack <laughs> the, the Magnificent, Magnificent. And this yeah. portion of our show yes, is sir. brought to you by yes, sir. Greek Solvency, a Republican president. And a best of Kimmer CD. Greek Solvency Republican President, best of Kimmer CD. Aim three things we'll never see in our lifetime. <laughs> and now here's your temporary host, Charlton Thank Hester. you so very much, sir. Footsteps. <laughs> All right, we're digging back here. Footsteps. Ask your grandparents if they remember Steve Lawrence and Edie Gourmet. Well, Steve Lawrence singing here is 80 today. Why did you say goodbye to See, Pete's back, and I'm playing two songs off my list, and I knew he would never now let me want to play on the radio. And this is one of them. This is a great song, though. It's a, this, is, this was a number one rock and roll song. This rock and roll from the back of the day. Anyway, Steve Lawrence. A couple of birthdays. Actor Michael Weatherly from NCIS and Dark Angel is 47. And Joan Osborne from is 53 today. You, you say goodbye. <laughs> Look out, it's only me, 120 on News Radio 1067. I remember watching Edie Gourmet on the Tonight Show in the 70s, yeah. telling Johnny Carson that this whole rock and roll thing was going to blow over. It never worked, yeah. And you, I, I saw a documentary on Frank Sinatra not long ago. He hated rock and roll. He said rock and roll was it'd be the death of America. He wanted nothing to do with it until his manager said, oh, by the way, your album sales just went to one you know, instead of a million. And everybody's listening to Elvis. And then he did a show with Elvis on Ed Sullivan, I think, or someplace, appeared with him together. And then he, you know, tried to be, be hip because he realized he was way out of whack. Uh, Frank Sinatra totally thought rock and roll was uh, just horrible. It wasn't really music. And he had wanted nothing to do with it. But he had to change his mind because that's what people are listening to. All right, look out, 120. Hey, it's the Newsbreaker line. Let's see who's on the old Newsbreaker line. Uh, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Kim from Strickland <laughs> Propane. It's Hank Hill calling, hey. and all I want's a damn hammer. Can I find it? <laughs> that's all I'm looking for here. Find a hammer. <laughs> Peggy and I love the show. We heard you say those two tons of female comic fun Amy Schumer <laughs> has been forced to eat her words. Eat her she words. dip them in butter first or maybe roll the words in flour? <laughs> you know what you call Amy Schumer in a low-cut dress? No, I don't, sir. A pigskin preview. <laughs> Thank you. I read in the National Enquirer when I was yes. checking out that uh, Amy had to hire a private detective. She thought she was being followed by a stalker, Kimmer. Followed by a stalker? It turned out it was a false alarm the whole time it was her ass back there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Hank. Well, earlier today, as reported on your award-winning newscast... Yes, sir. Former DeKalb CEO Burl Ellis received 18 months. 18 months, yeah. Which is coincidentally all they're giving the Kimmer show. <laughs> I think Thank your you. 18 months are up there. August tomorrow, 1st, yeah. You know? <laughs> you know, in an effort to reduce his sentence, yes. Burl brought in a bunch of character witnesses to oh, testify. Character witnesses, yeah. Yeah, for instance, former Mayor Bill Campbell called <laughs> Burl the most honest man he knows. <laughs> Convicted State Representative Tyrone Brooks said, if you can't trust Burl, who can you trust? <laughs> and Sean Hannity said, quote, Burl was as above board with his county money folks as I am on my charities. It's all nice and fine. 3000 a day skim, folks. That's all we ask. <laughs> 
with Sean Hannity <laughs> said it during the day. Sir. Yes, sir. And Hank Hill's <laughs> opinion, people yeah. are being too hard on Jared from Subway. Too hard on Jared from Subway. Well, say what you will about Jared. The yeah. man always drives super slow through school zones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just for safety, sure. <laughs> Apparently, the FBI went in and found a bunch of dirty movies in his house. Dirty movies, wow. Somehow, Jared had snuck a camera into the landmark diner kitchen (laughs) (laughs) with some of the filthiest films they'd ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) Filthy films. One more thing. Today is the anniversary of the birth of former Vice President Nelson Rockefeller. Nelson Rockefeller, yes, sir. Didn't Bruce Willis do a movie about his final days? I don't remember. What? Something dies. Something. Die hard. You know? <laughs> Back in I mean, the saddle again. I don't know all the details, but the fact that Nelson died doing what he loved was what stuck out the most. <laughs> well, what she said. What stuck, that's what I can remember. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you know that Nelson Rockefeller was the father of exit polling? Exit polling? Oh. <laughs> he should have been. <laughs> just took me just a brief second there. I... One too many there. No, no. Think, <laughs> That's it for me. Good night, everybody. Sears used to sell a, a Nelson Rockefeller car battery. Yeah. <laughs> Don't we all want to go? <laughs> just like to Nelson. Thank you so much. Hank Hill right here with the Kimmer. <laughs> A News Radio 1067. Look out. Turn down for what? <laughs> Turn down for what? <laughs> Turn down for what? <laughs> oh, by the way, we're sitting in the office this morning. I'm not making this up. My phone rings. My phone never rings, okay? I mean, people know there's no sense in trying to call me because I'm probably not going to answer because there might be somebody on the, on the other end, you know. So, uh, But the, my a phone rang, and so I picked it up, and Pete's sitting right there next to me, and the phone rings, and I said, hello. And he says, hi, how you doing? I said, great. He said, uh, can you hear me Okay. Yeah, sure. Hey, the reason I'm calling is I want to be, uh, ask you whether you want to be, uh, uh, sign up for a vacation plan. And I, for, I said, wait a minute, who is this? Who is this? And he kept talking. And I said, I said, what company are you calling about? And he kept talking. And I realized it was a tape. <laughs> and, but he, he did fake pauses and so I could answer his questions on a tape. <laughs> and it worked. <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, he said, how you doing? Pause. That's great. I'm doing well myself, you know. And, and can you hear me Okay. That's great. I mean, he pauses in for me to answer, and it was tape. And I kept saying, where's the human? Give me a human. I didn't even know what company this is. And then finally, it went over into and some girl picked up the phone, and that was trying to get me to sign up for some Cancun vacation plan or something. And I, and I said, I said, frankly, I'm laughing too hard about the fact that you had this fake broadcast answer. Oh, man, I just couldn't believe it. I'm I mean, an educated man. I mean, they left spaces for you to answer a tape recording. Unbelievable. All right, 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. It's only the Kimmer. Uh, Bill Cosby is going to have his museum exhibit taken down at the uh, Smithsonian. Uh, the uh, Museum of African Art opened an exhibition of African and African-American artwork in November, but it's issued a statement saying it's aware of the recent revelations of Bill Cosby's behavior and in no way condon- condones the behavior but they're, they've decided to leave the display up because it's about the artworks and artists who created them, not about the owners of the collection. On the other hand, Disney Studios is taking down Bill Cosby's... <clears throat> excuse me, I'm sorry, but I keep clearing my throat. 
from not talking this much since I was on vacation last week. Uh, they're taking down Bill Cosby's statue at the Disney Hollywood Studios. Uh, a woman wrote in to say he has no place in Disney, not a place for a predator. Uh, to see the bust of Bill Cosby as a hero on a pedestal at Disney after the family history, we know what happened to my aunt and all those years ago. It's hurtful. She was raped by somebody. Uh, the bronze bust came from the Academy of Television Arts and Sciences Hall of Fame at the Hollywood Studios. It's been there for 20 years. Uh, by the way, Spelman College refuses to say anything about Cosby because he gave him $20 million, and a, st- uh, a spokesman for the mostly girls' college at Spelman, black girls' college mostly, uh, said, ah, they were probably asking for it, and we're keeping the jing. Yeah, 127 on News Radio 1067. This is Charles Bronson, and now he is your host. <laughs> Charles. A man I never had the pleasure of meeting. I was skiing. Here with he you. is. What's his name again? <laughs> Kim Thank you. Peterson. Thank you. I'm skiing with him in Aspen. Look out. Uh, News Radio 1067, how you doing? 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. The guy playing the keyboard here is Andy Fletcher of Depeche Mode. He's 54 today. Let's see what else we got here. It was on this day in 1889, the Wall Street Journal was first published. And in 1907, Florenz Ziegfeld staged his first Follies on the roof of the New York Theater. 1907, Ziegfeld's Follies began. Oh, by the way, um, we're going to have a news conference. Uh, We're going to switch to the hideous uh, liar-in-chief for the podium, Josh Ernest, the White House spokesman for Putty Tat, the deserter-in-chief, the coward of the White House. Oh, here he is now. Uh, How do we pipe it up? Uh, Here we go. Here's the news conference. Let's listen to the White House briefing. That's what I said, lady. Shut up. So... Uh, with that, Darlene, we can uh, talk about this more or, or take other questions you may have today. Uh, we're going to take one question, then I'm getting out of here. You say that there's no indication that malicious actors are involved. Is that something federal authorities are still kind of... He just answered the question, for? lady. Get out. We're dumping. We're dumping out of there. That's unbelievable. You know, he just said there's no malicious actors. Well, is this something the federal authorities are investigating malicious actors? Uh, well, stupid. I just said so. Uh, the answer is no, you idiot. Thank you. God, I want to be press secretary for like an hour. I swear to God. It'd be an hour. Oh, that's exactly how long it would until the, until the federal agents wrestled me to the ground. God, what a bunch of idiots. And you know why she asked the question? Just to be on TV. Yeah. It's the only reason she asked the question, so she'd go back to her bosses later and say, well, I got my question on. Oh, let's give you a raise then. It worked. Oh, my God. <laughs> glitches. Computer glitches, including the New York Stock Exchange. Oh, by the way, a, a strange story, if you don't mind. Speaking of Charles Bronson, I actually did go skiing right next right. to Charles Bronson right. <laughs> now, yeah. and it was at it was at Aspen, Colorado, and it was at, I was uh, involved with this uh, <coughs> lady friend at the time, <laughs> and uh, we stayed. We were given free uh, re- it was we were offered to free stay for a week at a ski chalet right on the uh, the tip of the or right on the near the bottom of the hill at Aspen. It was a multi-million dollar ski chalet with hot tubs. And, I mean, it was a magnificent place. And that's where I met Charles Bronson. I was skiing. I had lunch right next to him. I skied right next to him. Anyway, um, and bring it up because the condo was a multi-million dollar condo, which was owned by a commodities broker in Chicago. And the commodities broker bought that and all his other stuff 
with the money he made gambling at the commodities market. And I bring that up because of the glitch at the New York Stock Exchange. Now most of the commodities gamblers are doing it on computer. So the guys who end up going to the pits and go, hey, I got four, give me three, I got a four, I got a four. That madhouse you've seen every trading places, the movie and all this. Well, that stuff is real. I mean, it's a madhouse on that floor. And now it's mostly a computer. But the reason I brought that up was because the same guy who made millions of dollars on the commodities gambling, and by the way, they they never own anything. They gamble on the price of pork bellies, uh, some railroad car someplace, and then they gamble on the price of it later on, but they never actually do anything. The commodity market is just gambling. They're betting on the price of stuff, and and they affect the price of things by how much they gamble. But they never they never own it. They never take possession. They never. I mean, it's just there in the ethers of sphere someplace. Anyway, the point, bottom of the line was this was a typical thing about those commodities brokers in Chicago. They were all cokeheads. They were doing so much cocaine. This guy lost that chalet not long after we were there. Uh, he lost that. He lost his cars. He lost his house. He it all went up his nose. It all went up his nose. Millions, and he blew it from being a cokehead. Made stupid decisions, and, he, and, and they, they confiscated everything just from being a, a commodities broker gambling cokehead. Yeah. So let the uh, degenerate gambler. Gambling is illegal <laughs> at Bushwood, sir, and I never slice. Okay, you can owe me. <laughs> okay, you can owe me. I owe, I owe you, you nothing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Whitey, where's your hat? <laughs> oh, looks good on you, though. Anyway, sorry. We can do Caddyshack lives for the rest of the show. Uh, 844-404-1067. 844-404-1067. It's only the Kimmer. I mentioned that there's a reporter lady who has a, a big red birthmark on her cheek. It takes up her whole side of her face. And she says she's she's been hearing ugly comments about it from the time she was born. Uh, one guy said, hey, you've been working on your car. Another said, did you hit by a basketball? What are you, half black? I mean, uh, honest to God, and one toothless carnival worker in North Carolina without solicitation said, hey, your face is all dirty. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, her best friend from childhood said, you look like you went tanning with a Phantom of the Opera mask on. I mean, wow. she's had this all her life, and now there's a company that's making, in the United Kingdom, is making dolls with birthmarks on their faces. And I could, you know, I suppose if you're a little kid and you have a birthmark and you see a doll with a birthmark... It makes you feel better about yourself, I suppose. I mean, I suppose it makes sense. But this woman, who's a grown woman, she's got to be 35 or 40 years old, she said, it's, it's offensive, and she doesn't want to see it. She's lived with it her whole life. She doesn't want to have this kind of thing. And now we're coming out with the world's first line of dolls with disabilities, and they're flying off the shelves. There's a Facebook campaign called Toy Like Me, created by parents who have children with disabilities. And they wanted to show the toy industry who it was excluding making toys for, quote, regular people. Well, a toy company is called Makies, M-A-K-I-E-S. It specializes in customized 3D printed dolls when uh, it's the world's first line of dolls with disabilities. Uh, One has a birthmark on her face. Another has a hearing aid. One comes with a cane. Uh, little little child dolls. The response has been overwhelming. Parents all over the world asking where they can get the dolls or if they can design one of their own. Uh, it's uh, Makey's is create your own dolls. The kids and parents can design and order at mymakey.com. Each Makey doll is unique and personal. 
So they have special requests, and they say, we'd love to make stuff like this happen. It's been a wonderful opportunity, and the company is expanding its offerings, and they're happy to chat with people interested in taking orders for the new range of dolls with disabilities. 142 up, 143, I'm a little late here. Uh, this is Scott Shannon, and this <laughs> portion of the Kim Peterson Show <laughs> yes, sir, is yes, sir. brought to you by Sean Hannity, oh. who would like to thank wounded soldiers for helping him build his new swimming pool. <laughs> and now here's your <laughs> host you. until Friday, Kim uh, Peterson. Thank you so much. 149, it's only the Kimmer on News Radio 1067. We're going to leave here in four minutes for the ball game. Braves game coming up your way from Milwaukee. And I assume it's not raining or anything up there. I haven't heard anything, weather delays or anything. But yeah. Oh, that's right. Oh, they are in cold. I, you know, I forgot that. <laughs> well, I've never been to the Milwaukee baseball park. I've been to Milwaukee, but I've never been to the baseball park. Shaligo, Shalago, Shaligo, Black Lago, whatever the hell that is. I don't remember what they I never watched that stupid show, Laverne and Shirley. Uh, 149, it's only the Kimmer. By the way, uh, the idiot, you've heard of the idiot anchor person at CNN, Don Lemon? He recently floated the idea of tearing down the Jefferson Memorial and also changing the name of Washington, D.C. because Washington and Jefferson both were slave owners. So they were. one guy uh, called in to suggest they call it Black City or Mixed City. Washington, D.C. Unbelievable. Hey, it's a Newsbreaker line. Newsbreaker, see on the Newsbreaker line. Good afternoon. Hello, <laughs> Hey, it's Charlton Heston. What do you want, Mr. Heston? <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> I to see how you're doing. You know. Why does the guy that preempts the camera show on the stream always open with, hi, I'm Michael Graham. Who else would it be? <laughs> the only voice I ever hear. <laughs> well, the bad news is... Yes, sir. Disney Studios are removing that Bill Cosby yeah. statue. Statue's gone. The yeah. good news is the Cosby statue will be proudly displayed outside the Cobb Sexual Energy Center. <laughs> the only entertainment venue in America who lacked the God-blessed good sense to cancel the serial rapist performance. <laughs> Get off my soapbox you. here, you That's know. That's fine, sir. Speaking oh, of soaks boxes, yeah. hats off to our backstabbing pretend conservative governor Nathan. What's the effing deal? <laughs> who just jacked up gasoline taxes seven cents a gallon? I know because I just filled up. <laughs> you were in some class. Just named Nathan, an honorary Democrat. Maybe he could change his name to Saxby. <laughs> <laughs> Why would he sign on for a gas tax? Did he have a yeast infection or something? No. <laughs> Today is the anniversary of the birth of actor Craig Stevens, Mr. Hess. Craig Stevens. I'm Known kidding. for Peter Gunn, a 1960s television series. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Not to mention one of the most painful firearms ever made. <laughs> Peter <laughs> Gunn. I've been shot by a Peter Gunn. You'll remember it. I'll tell you that. <laughs> now it's time for Charnak the Magnificent. The Magnificent, yes, sir. The answer is in the year 2525. In the year 2525. <laughs> When will Pete Davis's gallbladder surgery get approved? <laughs> <laughs> Medical plan's a little iffy. <laughs> the answer is the U.S. women's soccer team and Harry Truman. The U.S. women's soccer team and Harry Truman. Name two people who bombed the Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> I hold in my hand, ladies and gentlemen, the final. Tell you finally, the last one. Thank you, God. Yes, man. <laughs> 
May Jared from Subway supersize your sister. (laughs) (laughs) The answer is let the shaft out. (laughs) Let the shaft out. What does Amanda Dufner yell when she's in Tiger Woods' uh, gallery? Yeah, gallery. That's it. She, she wants him to hit the driver. Hit the ball you know. and the driver really far. Let the big stick out. Let the, shit. Let the dog eat. You know, the whole shit. <laughs> Leave John Boy's girlfriend out of this. Please. I'm so sorry, Mr. Shardak. <laughs> the bowl with her name on it, for God's sake. The magnificent. Uh, John Boy's girlfriend at PetSmart. She was shopping for herself. <laughs> Thank you so much, sir. Oh, my goodness. It's only me. Hey, by the way, we were just talking the other day. Uh, Hangman, I think, ordered one of these. Have you seen the the, uh, iPhone holders that look like a pistol in in a holster? eBay has stopped selling them because every police department in America is saying someone's going to get killed because they see people reaching for what looks like a gun in a holster to pull up their phone. It looks like they're reaching for a gun. And these the cops are saying somebody's going to get shot. All right, look out. We got to go. It's on the Kimmer. Baseball, Braves, go Braves. Hi, hi, hi. Super fire. Harp, look out. Hey, this is Mark Lemke, and you're listening to a replay of the Kimmer Show. Be sure to tune in Monday through Friday, noon to 3, on News Radio 1067. You might enjoy it, though I seriously doubt it. The Kimmer Show podcast is proudly brought to you by Showcase Photo and Video. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.